0: I know it sounds odd to hear from me so soon, but welcome back to Hug Your People, episode 33. This is a last-minute, inspiration-provoked episode. Um, Yeah, just some clarification that I've got last night and also some insight this morning from social media. So, episode 33, Hug Your People, buckle up. All right, it's a brisk morning here in Charleston. This is our last day. We get to go home today. Um, after five or six days here, so we're excited, but um, I'm gonna start with the positive. So a good friend of mine, John Wetzel, um, he and his wife, Judy, just great friends of our family. Um, we met a few years ago uh, through real estate and just, um, they're just phenomenal people. Their whole family really is. And um, John and I are pretty tight and he texted me last night, he listened to episode 32 and texted me last night with just the most amazing perspective and just the most amazing insight and this is why i love having people like john and judy in our lives um and so if you listen to episode 32 and and you you heard about you know the struggles of the dad guilt that i was having and um things like that and john just came at me and said what if baxley is a ray of light to give hope to the kids who are newly diagnosed How good is that? I mean, that speaks to John's character. That speaks to his his mind. That speaks to the way he sees the world. That just speaks to everything I know John to be. What if Baxley is a light in the middle of darkness for these kids who are just getting diagnosed? Man, did not even occur to me. And I think that happens a lot, that we, we have to, and this this is gonna go in, not to go into coaching, but the people that are in your life are there for a reason and you choose them. And John and I have made the choice to be a part of each other's lives. And this is why I stand behind my choice. He is just a wealth of, of compassion and care and knowledge and perspective, and he's just a good man. And um, as soon as he, te- he texted me that last night, and I just sat, in the Ronald McDonald House, and I thought about it, and I was like, that's that's where, that's the angle. That's where you have to come from, from something like this. You can't come from any other place of, you know, whether it's good or bad, it's for a purpose. And I, th- I think that was just really, oh man, it just, it just really shook me up a little bit and, and got me back on the right track and got me thinking like, okay, well now I'm going back into the hospital this morning to be around the same dads and the same moms and the same kids but i'm going back with the sense of let me show you hope let me show you what hope looks like because i've been in your shoes and i know you need it you know um and i think that's just the most remarkable that's just a remarkable gift it really is in in a time where i wasn't even thinking that way john comes in and just lets me see it from somewhere else um just just really, really really amazing um, I got another message this morning from an old friend of mine, uh, Josie, and her and her family. I just love watching them grow up and, and grow. And um, it, it really, she was just acknowledging the fact that there's so much that we don't think about in going through something like this, and there's so much that you just you you can never consider. And um, and I, I think she's she's right. You know, I haven't considered everything that I'm going to have to go through in the next six months, twelve months, eighteen months, but you do what you can. And so I, I really appreciate that acknowledgement as well from people that, that know me best. And um, so I, cha- I think the challenge is now, whenever something comes up, you know, come at it from a different angle. And if I have to reach out to someone to help me and say, hey, listen, I can't find the other place to come from this, can you help me see something I'm not seeing? Um, and that's, uh, I think that's a powerful tool, you know, be it getting along with a coworker or marriage mm-hmm. or parenting or business, cancer, whatever it is, have people in your life that can help you see things from a different angle. Because man, John just turned me around. He turned me on a dime and his words just meant so much. And um, it just really allowed me to wake up today in gratitude and allowed me to wake up with new eyes. And um, that's, that's the most important thing in the world right All right. Challenges. Let's talk about social media because it's, I, I, I use social media a lot, as you probably know, and uh, this I consider to be a form of social media, of social sharing. And um, I think we make a lot of assumptions. And I was commenting lightheartedly on a good friend of mine's uh, post uh, about diet. And um, he and I have a relationship. He's, He's a very, very funny guy. He and I have a great sense of humor together. Uh, we're both dads. We we share, uh, we connect on a deep level as far as the struggles of being a dad, and and as far as the some things he's had to fight for that I just can't imagine. And uh, I think he'd probably say the same about me. And so um, he and I kind of know each other. So when I say lighthearted comments on a post that he might have intended to be serious, he knows my heart. He knows where I'm coming from. And if I'm out of line, he can privately check me on it, and we can go from there. So. Um, But that didn't happen. He took it. He laughed. I laughed. You know, we went on and there was definitely some other serious comments in the thread. Um, But then someone chimed in and said that I should stop being so lighthearted about the topic. Um, And, you know, just basically. Street corner preaching their their perspective on it and their their issues and what they're fighting for. And I, I respect all that immensely. I really do. Here's what I don't respect. I don't respect making assumptions about people. And what I also don't respect is not knowing enough of the story to know what really matters. So let me just be frank with you. Diet does not matter to me right now. Why doesn't it matter? Because my son got to the point where he needed to eat anything to stay alive. And the doctors and nutritionists all said, it doesn't matter what he eats, just get food in him because he's too thin. My son lost six pounds, he's four years old. He was down to about 30 pounds at four years old because of cancer. So me worrying about whether it was sugar or processed or meat or not meat or cruelty, like that was out the window That was for, for me and my doctors. In fact, we talked to the doctors here at MUSC because we're about, MUSC is building a new children's hospital and it's gonna be really great. Um, it's really state-of-the-art, great facility. One of the things that we've talked about is the, the food choices that are going in, because they have a, a decent food choice now, but as you can imagine, it's still hospital food. But there is a Chick-fil-A in the hospital, and the big contention now is Chick-fil-A is not being allowed to open in the new hospital because of it being fried food. And the doctor's contention is sometimes kids need calories. And what does a four-year-old eat? What does a four-year-old willingly eat when they're lying on a hospital bed with tubes coming out of their body? They're not gonna choose kale, okay? <laughs> They're not gonna choose kale. And we were at the point of, we were probably hours away from putting a tube in my son to, to make sure he was getting nourishment. And we're not talking about is his belly full, we're talking about does his body have enough nutrients to stay alive? So the assumption on social media was made this morning that I need to stop being lighthearted about diet. And I didn't come back because you, you know, like the debates on social media, they, they do no good. Like, I don't know this person. They don't know me. They clearly don't want to know me uh, or they didn't even look at my page, because if you look at my page, you get a really clear understanding what what I'm doing and what I'm about. But so the the argument wasn't I I did invite him to a private conversation um, and I don't think I've gotten a response yet. I don't suspect I will, because most people, they don't want that kind of interaction when it comes to this stuff. I'm willing to talk about the hard topics face to face or voice to voice, but. When you look at perspective, and perspective was the doctors and nutritionists told us that if he wants Twinkies for breakfast, give him Twinkies because he needs calories. He needs, he needs energy. He needs anything he can get, and we'll worry with the nutrition later. And so that's where I am right now. I don't care about processed foods or sugar or carbohydrates or organic. I, I don't care about any of that right now. Now, my wife and I eat differently than my son, you know, I cook six or seven nights a week and I try to cook as best I can. I use all the hip stuff you should use. grapeseed oil, avocado oil, olive oil. <laughs> you know, I, I use all the, you know, the lean cuts of meat, all the vegetables, organic vegetables. Like, so my wife and I eat differently than my son does. So I do care about it. But ultimately, if it means getting my son to eat and I have to eat a frozen pizza, I'm eating a frozen pizza. You know, because that's what he needs right now. And if you follow our story and you see pictures of my son, you, you could go back through Facebook and through Instagram and you can see the pictures where he's thin and his eyes are sunken in and he's he can't walk because he's too weak and his legs are, are basically bones you know and so I think we have to do a better job of understanding where people are before we jump in and start throwing around accusations and making assumptions and we really have to try to understand perspective and I don't feel like this guy was doing a I don't think he was doing a good job of that at all. <laughs> and that's okay. Maybe he's got something going on in his life that I don't know about. And that's fair enough. That's why I'm not really pursuing it on the public forum. But I did invite him to a private conversation where we can certainly get to know each other. Get to know, what's your struggle? You know, I'm not going to learn that really on a comment on a thread on Facebook. So as you're going through social media, as you're going through your world, really look at are you understanding the full story? And also, I think social media is used for a lot of attention grab and, you know, people tell half the story so they they get attention or so because that's the place they feel safe of saying the thing they would like to say, but they don't have the guts to say. Or it's, you know, a place where you can be seen but not seen, if that makes any sense. And that's one of the I do a keynote talk on that about you can't make an impact and be a secret, you know, and that's really for entrepreneurs, but I think it also goes to to parents and people, you know, like you can't be a secret to make an impact, but you also can't go around jamming your agenda down people's throat when you don't understand the perspective of the people you're talking to. Because anytime I go into a room to give a talk, I know who I'm talking to. And I try to get as much information about what they want and what they need and what they're looking for. And what their struggles are, and and then cater my talk mildly around that. And I think we sh- we can do the same in in our social media world. So. So it's not even seven thirty this morning, and I've already had a roller coaster day. But it's a good roller coaster day, you know. I really I really think it is. All of this is necessary. This is building muscle, and I don't know what I'm going to use it for, outside of helping kids and families. I know that's what it's going to be used for, but I don't know what else. So, look at perspective. Can you understand on a deeper level what someone else is going through? Or maybe should you? There you have it. Two episodes in two days. How's that? (laughs) I've committed from day one that when things hit me, this is what I'm going to talk about. So far, I've been trying to stick to one a week. Um, just so that I can process and form my thoughts and still do the things I need to do. But just so happens today was a day where I felt inclined to throw another episode out there. And uh, it was because of my good friend John Wetzel and his wife Judy and my friend Josie um, for really just commenting on and acknowledging and helping. Like that, that really was it. So I hope you enjoyed episode 33. You know what to do. Get out there and hug your people.